What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Hi, Daddy Gang. Is your boyfriend still handcuffed to the bed frame? Let that be my hope for all of you. Um, I hope you guys had a great Halloween. Some of you may have Sunday scaries right now. Some of you may be thinking about how you need to get ready for work tomorrow. Everyone, whatever you did last night, I absolve you. And today we're here to just have a little comfy, cozy trip. We want to feel safe from all of the issues that we caused ourselves last night. So in the spirit of everyone feeling hungover and like shit, so do I, okay? So have a little bit of fucking sympathy. We are going on a field trip and we are going to France. And yes, I'm flying you all first class, but what I'm not fucking doing is I'm not fucking doing the voice. I'm just not doing it today. Fucking sue me. If someone has a problem with it, DM me. Questions of the fucking week. We're going to France. Let's fucking go. Question. Oh, fine. I'll do this. Question one. Fuck. Okay. I am currently a junior in college and have been dating my boyfriend for about six months. I know that may not seem like a long time, but I truly believe he is the one. I've done the hookup stuff and gone through a lot of self-development, and in my heart, I truly want to marry this man. Whoa. He makes me so happy and is honestly my absolute best friend that I just also have super hot sex with. The problem is, is that I have two roommates and I constantly feel like they are mad and annoyed at me for hanging out with him a lot. They sat me down and told me it actually, and I was full on bawling about it. I have tried to make more of an effort since then, but I still feel like they're talking about me behind my back. I love my friends and I've known them for years, but at the end of the day, hanging out with my boyfriend brings me more joy. How do I continue to hang out with my boyfriend while not feeling uncomfortable in my house? Help. This is a really relatable topic. When you find a partner that you are so in love with, they naturally obviously become your best friend and you want to do everything with them. But that doesn't mean that we go on the internet and tell everyone that we're moving into our forever home with your best friend. Please don't. You don't need to tell. He can be your best friend. Keep it to yourself. However, you are in college and I think that my advice would absolutely be different if you were out of college. I'd be like, listen, we all grow up and eventually your partner becomes your best friend and you start to make friends with them, et cetera. But what I would say is this, your friends should be understanding if you have a significant other, but if they are coming to you because it's like, hey, we never see you, your friends love you. They want to hang out with you and they're just trying to bring up to you like, Hey girl, we just wish we could see you a little bit more. So if anything, it's coming out of love. It's not like your boyfriend's a dick. They're not coming at your boyfriend and they're not even really coming at your relationship. They're coming at you in terms of, we want to see more of you and you don't want to look back and be like, what the fuck did I do? Like I would say if this man is going to be the person you're going to marry, you have a lifetime. And sadly, you don't really have a lifetime of all unlimited time with friends dynamics change locations change they're eventually going to get significant others and I would just say make an effort intentionally to set up girls nights and I think it's also healthy you're in that honeymoon phase six months in you're like I want to marry this guy and again maybe you will but if you continue to just 
isolate yourself with your boyfriend, who are you going to go to when you actually are annoyed with him? Or who are you going to even go to with the good stuff? Like you don't want to just isolate yourself and just have one person in your life. And listen, I get it. It's really hard when you're vibing more with your significant other than your friends to get out of that and to force yourself to go hang out with your friends because you're like, wait, I could just be on the couch with my fucking boyfriend. I'd rather be doing that and get fucked and go to bed. But I promise you in the long run, you want those friends in the long run. You want to create those memories. And if he is a good boyfriend, he's going to totally understand that and he will be supportive of that. So you don't want to alienate yourself and you don't want to be the person coming back to the college reunion friendless. And that boyfriend you lost everyone for is now what dating another girl like you do have to sometimes listen this is the one thing that I wish sometimes I didn't do but I always do I always think worst case I think worst case before best case what if you do break up imagine if you push them so far away that even when you break up like who are you going to because they're not going to be there anymore never isolate yourself to the point where the only person you have is your significant other okay hey daddy long time listener first time questioner oh Welcome to the fucking gang, bitch. I know that you've spoken about your time in private Catholic school before, and it doesn't sound like you personally were super religious. Not true. But do you have any advice for people still trying to recover from all the crazy shit they told us about sex in Catholic school? Personally, I really struggle to date because I can't get the whole dating is to find your spouse. Don't date until you're ready to fully commit to marrying someone thing. Please send help. Us recovering Christians are riding the struggle bus out here. Dude, I fucking love this question. I'm really, I'm a little confused. Did you not think I was religious because of the gluck gluck? I was under the impression that Jesus was a fan. I, didn't, I actually didn't realize that that goes against. No, okay, fuck. I went to St. Andrew Elementary Middle School from K through 8th. I was Bible thumping bitch out here, okay? And let me tell you this. My parents, though, weren't threading in the sex concept to me. They were a little bit more progressive in terms of like, you cannot have sex till you're married. But going to school for nine years of my life and having that be implemented into my head of like, do not have sex before marriage, that fucked me up. And like, I don't know if I've ever said this to everyone, but my entire life, every single weekend, Saturday or Sunday, I was at a soccer field and then my mom was pulling me off the soccer field and we were racing to go to the five o'clock mass. I did my Holy Communion and my confirmation, etc. I absolutely still hold on to my faith and I pray all the time. People are like, what is call her daddy right now? But it's true. But I don't agree with the Catholic Church. They still don't accept same sex marriage. So fuck off. I don't agree with the Catholic church, but I still have my religion and my faith, if that makes sense. And how come women can't be priests yet? And sex before marriage, like the church and their ideals are separate from the actual faith in itself. Try to separate the two almost and know that you're not a bad fucking person. We are now living in a society that is has progressed in such an incredible way in the past 
few years, even this year versus last year. Like there's so much that's constantly changing and religion has not caught up. The day that they do, I will absolutely be back in line. Maybe not all the every weekend, but you know, I'll frequent um, going to that five o'clock mass, but there's just a lot behind it. Listen, religion is a huge fucking topic. And I, I would just say your question about dating to find your spouse and not having sex before marriage you're not a bad let me just put it this way okay because I could go on about religion for a long time this is the moral of the story and that I have found to be true because I haven't gone to hell yet and so I'm living breathing proof okay you are not a bad catholic if you fuck god bless okay listen the truth is Religion is flawed and so are we. We're humans and humans created religion. And your reconciliation is four Hail Marys, a Gluck Gluck and a fucking high five. Get in there, bitch. Love you. Next one. Okay. So I need some advice. Have a question. For a little background, I am a 21 year old who is graduating college this semester who is still a virgin, which is kind of the point I'm needing advice on. In no way did I think I was going to graduate college still a virgin? It's not a religious thing. It's just more of wanting to be comfortable with someone for the first time I have sex with. Totally understandable. I think just going to a university where hookup culture is so prevalent and of course COVID making a year and a half of my college experience virtual. I can't even fucking imagine. I'm so sorry. I just didn't really meet a a lot of guys who I ended up talking to having a relationship with. I do hook up with a good amount of guys, but just always stop before having sex because, again, I didn't want to do it for the first time with a guy who I don't really know that well. I may be just making this situation more complicated than it is, but if I do go ahead and have sex with a guy I hit it off with at the bar or have been on a date with one or two, do you think I should tell him that I'm a virgin? I've always thought that that is what I should tell the person because obviously with that, I'm less experienced. But do you think this is something I need to say? I think this is what is keeping me from just doing it if it makes sense when I feel it. If I tell them, will they be thinking I'm expecting more out of the relationship than what it was? Because I don't think I'm going to. Thanks for the help. Okay. The question is, what do you want to do? Take the person you're going to have sex with out of it. Does it make you feel more comfortable in the moment to be like, hey, I just want to be honest and upfront. I've never had sex before. Also, the term virgin, like you don't need to be like, I'm a virgin. Like that is just <laughs> like a virgin. <laughs> like you don't need to use this terminology that's <gasps> she's a virgin. Like, okay, I've never had sex before. I've never had sex before. You can say it like that. But again, do you even want to say that? Because if your answer is like, no, I don't feel the need to say it. I would just want to know if it's deceiving to them. The answer is fuck no. That's for you. That's your information. You could lie and say, I fucked a hundred dudes. Welcome. Number 101. Step into the fucking bedroom. Okay, Alex. Actually, yeah. When I think about it, like, I feel like I would want to tell them just because I'm nervous that maybe they would approach sex a little bit differently if they think I've fucked and they go crazy and wild and go to go in one position. Like, I don't even know what's happening. I feel like in the past, maybe I've said like, don't tell them, just go into it. But I don't know. Like, have you ever masturbated? If you are like, oh yeah, I masturbate all the time. I have toys. I have a dildo. Then your vagina probably is going to be like a little bit more ready for a dick. Whereas if you're like, 
Because when I have had sex for the first time, I had never put anything inside of me other than a tampon. And still that was like new. So I would say to you, if you are very unexperienced just in general with your vagina, then yeah, maybe you could say like, hey, just so you know, like I've never had sex before. I'm not looking for anything serious. I just wanted to give you a heads up before we like get into the damn thing. But I would also say maybe don't say it right as you're like on the mattress Cause that could, that may also just be like, uh, uh, but again, if that's when it feels right, it may be the right time. I'm just saying, I feel like if you want to tell him that it stops there, tell him, don't think about, but then is he going to think I'm going to be clingy because, oh my God, no one's up. Nope, 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 nope. If you want to feel more comfortable and by you being more comfortable, it's telling him that you're a virgin, you tell him you're a virgin. And if he whimpers out like a little fucking bitch boy, bye. You got to do a lot more for me to fucking fall in love with you other than just stick your fucking penis in me, okay? Don't flatter yourself. So that's what I would say. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with sparkling ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. Okay, next. I know you've touched on it before, but how do you halt a makeout session before it turns into sex without being like, oh, I have to go, I have to get up early or something like that? Because what if it's like 6 p.m., LOL? Whenever I didn't want to fuck someone, it was, <laughs> it was smooth like butter. <laughs> I'm going to fling my <laughs> fucking, <laughs> what does that even mean? I came up with this really suave way to get out of a dick ever going inside of me. It was like, I never wanted to fuck anyways. Listen, you have to keep in mind Pussy power, ladies. Okay, use it. If you are feeling that they're trying to kind of all of a sudden the hand is no longer on your hand and it's obviously now on your thigh and you can feel Bry is trying to get laid and Bry, that's my dad's name. Let's try a different one. Um, <laughs> you can feel Kyle. Brian, no, you can feel Kyle like starting to get a little excited and interested What you're going to do is you're going to put your hand on his hand and you're going to look up at him and you're going to be like so flirty with your eye contact and you're going to be like, Kyle, you are so cute, but not a chance. 
and do a little giggle (laughs) and be like hold on I don't even know you like that yet. And like jokingly flirty where they're like, what are you talking about? It's like three months in Slim Shady used to be like, can I at least, do you even want to know the size of my dick? Like, do you at least want to graze over my pants? I'm like, no, sweetie, I'm sure it's a baby carrot and I'll be fine with it. You make enough money to work. Whatever the point is, is that I just blacked out. You can be flirtatious in your denial. If that makes sense. Like you're not being like, uh, excuse me. You almost use it as foreplay, but foreplay in terms of the long game of a foreplay. It's not actually your fucking that night. It's a foreplay in terms of flirting. Flirting is foreplay. <laughs> Hold on. I don't even know you like that. Calm down and then use their name always. Noah, relax. And then give a little wink and just be like, you're going to be fine. And they're like, come on. And then you're like, you're fine. And then go in for the makeout. Absolutely. Make out, hand on neck. And you're like, one day. But I still have to figure out if I even like you yet. And like body language. You can even lean into them when they have their hand on your thigh hold your hand on both of their cheeks when you go to make out and you're like not tonight but I really appreciate the wine thank you let's keep hanging out what are we gonna watch tonight and they're like wait what jokes like that get you in a position where you're letting them know that it could eventually come but you're also like chill the fuck out not tonight and what are they gonna do cry like a little bitch well if they do that then you know where you stand you're never showing up again and seeing that person a man's ego is very fragile and we love to stomp on it always crush it But if you actually like this person, you're like, I do eventually want to hook up with them, but just not tonight. There's those subtle positive reinforcers that allow them to be like, she's not a tease. Like, it's not like you're grabbing his hand and like rubbing your pussy with his hand and then be like, but not tonight. Like, fuck off. No, it's more of a subtlety, but you're in control. Relax, buddy. I'll let you know when it's a green light. But for now, red light, red light, green light, and then shoot them in the face. What is that squid game? Anyways, next. How do you casually text your ex and tell them you want to hook up again? Help, please, daddy, love you. (laughs) Sweetie, this is your sign. If there's ever been a sign on call her daddy, it's for you to never text your ex. (laughs) I love a good drop into the exes, especially if you're single. There's nothing better than fucking an ex. Before you throw yourselves out there and completely reveal your cards to your ex, I want to do a little pulse check, okay? Personally, I despise throwing out the, hey, what's up? You're never doing that to your ex. It just That's just never happening. So you don't need to sugarcoat it. I remember I didn't know what to say. And I was like, I literally know I just want to fuck. Like, there is no emotion tied to this. I just want to hook up, buddy. And I know we had great sex. And so I I slid in to his text messages with the peach emoji, a.k.a. ass. And then I put a phone. Like, I don't even want to say it out loud. No, I've booty call. Oh, God. <laughs> booty call I literally texted him the fucking emojis that equate to booty call and it actually worked he was like haha and then that night like never answered after the haha and I was like what the fuck did I just get not only did I like here we go did I not only semi get ghosted again I got a haha he then texted me the next day late night is that offer still available? Boom. See, if you put it in their minds, even if you get rejected in the very beginning, there is a chance that they will come back around. It's like you're just soliciting sex. So it's not like you're like, hey, 
What's up? No, shut the fuck up. What you're going to do is make it clear it's just sex on the mind. And then if they don't want it, I mean, then it wasn't meant to fucking happen. But if they remember that good pussy or that good dick, then they probably will come back. And when you hit send on that text, be prepared for anything to happen. My go-to, throw your phone in your bed sheets or out the window and go pick up a fucking hobby and wait for 24 hours till you check your motherfucking phone. Goodbye. That's actually would be a really interesting topic. And maybe DM me if you guys would like me to talk about it. But the revive of connecting with an ex. I don't know anyone that has not at one point even if it's through text or DM or Facebook fucking messenger, dip their toe back into the water a little bit with an X. You can't help it. Do you want to hear more on the art of the revive with the X? Let me know. Okay, next. Hi, daddy. I'm going to a pregame on Sunday where the guy, kind of my ex-boyfriend, that broke my heart is going to be there as well. (sighs) Should I ignore him? No. Or be like, hello, Or be like the, hello girl, let's be friends. No. What if he tries to make a move because I look hot? (laughs) I fucking love the confidence. You're like, what if I look so fucking hot? He cannot control himself. That is a great win for you, girl. Should I give bitchy vibes the whole night? I don't know how to act. Please help me, father. I think the vibe, because I've been in this situation, is confident but not overly confident where you're being obnoxiously confident you're not going in there trying so hard that it's like you're wearing your prom dress let's be chill confident it's almost like a silent confidence you're not at all phased by the body that's about to also be in the room that broke your heart you're also going to be friendly absolutely but not over friendly. Guys, this is where the self-awareness, if you don't have it, read a fucking book on it. Self-awareness, the friendly vibe is going to go to a certain point. You're not going to be like, oh my fucking God, Ben. And he's like, I literally just fucking broke this girl's heart and I have a new girlfriend. And you're like, Ben, stop. Where the fuck have you been? Come here, give me a hug. And it's like, what the fuck? You need to be chill friendly. And I would also say there's a slight tinge of, uninterested and unavailable but again mixed with friendly so what does that look like you treat him like any other person that you're friendly with at the pregame hi samantha hi rebecca hi kale hi christian oh hi ben hug how are you and now i guess friendly change that word to casual you're so casual friendly that he's kind of taken aback at how mature you're handling the situation. If there are two people going to be in the same space and they are both overthinking what they're going to do when they see each other, and then the person that got quote unquote burned goes up to the person that fucked them over, chef's fucking kiss. We're over this. Like, hi, we're at a pregame. Let's have a good fucking Sunday. If he tries to make a move because you look hot, sweetie, if he broke your heart, he's probably not going to do that. But again, maybe he gets really drunk and goes for it. I would use this as an opportunity to, as I like to say, get back on top figuratively. You don't need someone that broke your heart 
to be swooping back in because they've had one too many Coors Lights and now you're looking hot again and for the night he wants to bang and in the morning he'll want to go back to the phase of breaking your heart. So I would say stay strong in the environment knowing that it's if he is going to try has he texted you? Has he reached out in any way? Oh, so the only reason that he's going to go for it is because it's dangling right in front of his face and maybe his other girl that he's hooking up with isn't there at that party. No, you're not ignoring him. That feels purposeful. It takes effort to ignore someone at a Sunday pregame. That's not the vibe. And it also makes you seem like you care too much. This, oh, ooh, this gets them. I just pictured myself back in Boston doing this. Okay. You're pretty deep into the night. Okay. How have you been? What's up with you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And then ask him one more question. You need to get him on a little bit of a ramble like, oh, how's work? Oh, you know, it's been. And then you divert your eyes to a friend. And in the middle of his statement, be like, oh, my God, that's so good. Hold on. Casey's taking a shot. I'll be right back. And you leave and you go fucking take a shot with your fucking friend and you leave him fumbling with his words. Uh, Oh, oh, wait, I was. uh, uh, And then you're off. And that is a lasting impression of you're not priority anymore. Just like I wasn't priority. Boom. Bonjour, Papa Cooper. (laughs) What? I love that. Picture this. You're sexting. It's going great. And then out of nowhere... He says something way too out there or just something that you are not into at all. Normally, I address it like, oh, that's a no for me, dog. But that obviously kills the vibe. What do you suggest for changing the subject, but also letting them know that that's not something you're into or ever want them to say again while I try to keep the sexting going? Love you. Love the pod. Wow. Okay. My first thought is, I wish you gave me an example. (laughs) What was your question? The point is, is if you don't like something that they sexted you, I don't want you to shut them down because I think, listen, if it's fucking creepy, the one thing is if it's creepy, I usually just don't answer. And maybe even you do a thumbs down, you double tap and do a thumbs down and then you literally leave them on red, double tap thumbs down and leave them on red. If you are talking to a fuck boy that has the upper hand and it's kind of the guy that you're like hoping he answers you that Saturday night and you guys sexed a lot and you have fucked, but he's so inconsistent randomly, even if it's like a sort of not great sext, you double tap either thumbs down or maybe even better ha ha and then you leave him on read and you don't even respond to the sext he's going to read his last sext 19 fucking times and wonder what the fuck did I do wrong and you're gonna make him feel so insecure that he's going to text you the next day so that's just a random tip if anyone is like fuck I don't have the upper hand go for that and do the double tap thumbs down on a sext and there's nothing better or even if he's like do you want to come over and it's like super late night and you're like fuck this dude he always does this to me use that as a time to reclaim a little bit of power and just double tap and leave it at that but that's not the point of this question okay the point of this question is how to move forward if it's a weird sext I think I would say this there's a beauty in sexting of 
half of this isn't even going to happen anyways. He's like, I'm going to take the cherry into your pussy, put it in there, and I'm going to tie the cherry knot with my, nope, that's never going to happen. It's fantasy. So I think let him run off with fantasy. Slim Shady would send me shit that I'm like, bitch, your dick doesn't even do that. Like that is such a cute idea for you. And I'm sure you've watched it in porn before. And I'm sure you would love to do that, but you can't fucking do that because that requires a certain size dick. Baby, that's never going to happen. But you let them have it because it's never going to even happen. And you know, it's not going to happen. So what I would say is you literally respond with no response to that. And you pick up almost where you left off or where the last thing they sexted you left off on. I think it's absolutely transparent oh she didn't respond to that guys are dumb but they're not that dumb where it's like if you don't answer he's gonna get the hint and if he doesn't when you're in person with him you can be like no I'm not down for that in person there's nothing better than an in-person go fuck yourself no not down (sighs) we are always at a loss for what to say during sexting I remember one of my exes, it was like his favorite hobby and I was exhausted. I was like, how many more ways can I come up with a fucking role play of when I walk in after his game and I'm going to take care of his fucking broken, whatever the fuck is always broken. And I always was trying to play nurse and I'm like, I don't want to be nurse. I want to be in the circus. But here I am trying to role play a nurse again. Like, come on, give me a break. Stop getting hurt. But the point is, leave him on red. It's not going to soil your fucking plan. You're going to sext again and you're going to have to come up with another fucking line. Like save yourself, say, save yourself. The minute someone fucks up in sexting, let it be on them. Don't let it be on you. We have too much ahead of us and it is exhausting. Okay. Next. I need you help. Ah, my boyfriend sometimes asks me what I want him to do to me while we're having sex. And I seem to just pause and have no idea what to respond to him other than saying a position or to tell him to fuck me hard. I really want to reply and tell him something more direct and sexy, but I have no idea what. Our sex is great and always has been, but this is something I really want to know. Thank you in advance, Father. Okay, this is my first question. What do you want? What do you want? This took me a while. Don't get me wrong. Like, I remember a couple of my exes, if they said something, I'd be like, if they were like, what do you want? Like, I would kind of do the same position. Like, oh, fuck me over. Like, flip me over, do doggy. Like, whatever the fuck. But now with my boyfriend, he's actually genuinely so turned on by getting me off that when he asks me, like, he'll be eating me out and he'll be like, babe, what do you want? Like, this is what we can agree on as women. And it is not fair. But our orgasms are better once we have them. When you are getting eaten out or fingered or even fucked, it takes one slight movement off of that perfect spot and then you're back to square one. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm getting so turned on. Oh my God. I'm about to have it. Oh my God. Here it comes. Here it comes. And then his finger moves and now he's rubbing the side of your fucking labia. We were... You're not on my clit anymore. Wait, fuck, fuck. I was so close. And then not only are you able to get back to it, you literally almost have to start over sometimes because it takes so much concentration for us to have an orgasm in the best way. Like you literally go into a different dimension. But what I will say is this, my boyfriend, when he started eating me out and if he would like move off the clit and started to go like internally and fingering me, which at times 
I absolutely love. And I'm like, oh, that feels great when he's like going up and in and like hitting my G spot. But there are some nights where I'm like, all I want is my clit stimulated. That's all I want. That's literally all I want. And then put your mouth down on my other parts of my vagina, but like have your fucking finger on my clit at all time. So locate what you want. Yes. Give them that affirmation and that confirmation that they're doing great. Like, oh my God, fuck baby. That feels so good. And then in two seconds later, be like, babe, like babe, tap my clit. And even if you take his hand and put it right on it and be like, oh my God, baby, tap my clit or like rub my clit like harder, like lightly and then like go harder and like alternate. Like if you literally give him almost the settings on your vibrator, he then is going to be like, great. And then you're going to start getting off. It's not not sexy to get actually technical with tap my clit or like rub it and use the word clit. So he knows it's not like, oh, hit my pussy. And he's like, like it's like chop 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 and he's like slapping all different parts of the fucking beef stick location is key people and we need him to know where you want that get comfortable literally saying like oh slower like slower don't finger me as fast go slow and rub my clit like know what you want especially when you're masturbating that's a lot of times girls write in and are like why can I have an orgasm when I'm masturbating but I can't when I'm fucking my boyfriend It's because you're too in your head about what your boyfriend is enjoying and seeing and liking and you're not being able to let all your inhibitions go and actually get so turned on and in the moment like you are when you're alone with yourself masturbating. I promise you your sex is going to be 10 times better if you can translate the way you masturbate into the bedroom. And I also promise you that your partner is not going to be like, what the fuck are they doing? If you take more charge and you're more affirmative in what you like, that's so hot to a partner. I love if my boyfriend is like, oh my God, do this to my dick. Or I'm like, absolutely. And then do this to my pussy. Like it's all about communication. And it's also about genuinely sharing and getting each other off. But if you don't know, he won't know. So try to start to figure out what really gets you ticking and then start to implement that vocally in the bedroom i love you daddy mother fucking gang what a week what a week what a fucking week right um i'm very excited for this upcoming wednesday and the next wednesday we have hannah and Paige this week and then we have emily radikowski the next week also there may be some new merch that is slowly coming out soon but i will keep you updated daddy gang you know the motherfucking drill thank you for listening to another mini and i will see you fuckers next wednesday